man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. All right, it's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. What's up, guys? Chris here as well as Lalo and Charles. What's up, guys? hey Lots of things happening this week. We got we, it was a rough intro. It's Lalo's first time back in a little while, man. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. How's it, how's it been going? Uh, good, but it's even better to be back. I'm, nice. I'm really happy. To well, be we're here. glad to have you back, man. Oh yeah. So let's get to it. We got lots to talk about this week uh, of June twentieth, twenty twenty two, season four, episode twenty five. We're talking about Tommy Lee having to leave Molly Cruz Stadium tour that they literally just started mm. after breaking five of his ribs. Taylor Hawkins tribute show lineup is out with the special guest revealed. We'll talk about all that. It's pretty awesome. You're going to be very impressed by this uh, special lineup. Ozzy giving us all an update on his condition after his surgery last week. And Hailstorm's Lizzie Hale coming out as bisexual in celebration of Pride Month. And we got lots more to talk about, including our rock and roll history trivia, weekly WTF, and so much more. Everything's up, as always, rocknewsweekly.com. $3.99 a month. You guys can show your support. Anchor.fm slash rocknewsweekly slash subscribe. We're also on Google Podcast, Amazon Audible, all that good stuff. And uh, for our Twitch viewers right now, we got five of you. Thank you so much. Twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. For all of you listening, tune in with us. Watch us live every Friday. Participate in the chat. You know, it's a fun time. So check it out every Friday. Twitch.tv slash Rock News Weekly. We're on YouTube as well. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's all at Rock News Weekly. So let's get to it. We got a bunch of new albums out this week. Uh, This past 17th of June. Well, that's today. Uh, This Friday as we were recording it live. But by the time you guys are hearing this on the podcast, it was last Friday. We got new stuff out from Aptera, Chaos Magic, Civil War, Denouncement Pyre, Executioner's Mask. Yeah, Gray days. I love Inexorum. that. Inexorum. Denouncement Pyre. Jorn. <laughs> Nova Twins. Oh, I love Nova Twins. Oni, oh, we're yeah. actually playing them yeah. on the bear. Quiet Riot, they got That's their re-release. Man. Oh, yeah. Um, Seven Kingdoms. Soulfly, we were saying that was the... Oh, I love Soulfly. Uh, ...studio albums from 1998 to 2004 that's out now. Oh, oh Lalo's just starting to get into Sepultura. So oh, yeah, nice. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right on. So, yeah, Soulfly. The Max Cavalera, yep. the Cavalera Brothers, uh, both bands there. Yeah. Uh, Ziggy Stardust, 50th anniversary edition of... Uh, Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Pretty nice, cool. Nice. Vatican, Vipera, Wayward Sons, White Snake, White, White Ward, Zombie. They all have new albums out. And then Zombie. also coming up on June 24th, new stuff from Ailstorm. Uh, not to be confused with Hailstorm. <laughs> they just took the H <laughs> right off there. Ailstorm. We're a storm of ale. Seventh rum of a seventh rum. <laughs> right? <laughs> Alexis is on fire. Blefagor? Oh. Blefagor? Is that how you say that? Ble- yeah. Uh, Belfagor? Belfagor. Belfagor. Um, that is, what's really funny about Belfagor is that actually is Wagonathon's brother. No kidding. Yeah, Belfagor, Belfagor and Wagonathon. Two peas in a pod. Yep, and they both kind of talk like this <laughs> a little bit. You know, they're like, our, our cool acting Cthulhu is the coolest person ever. That would be such a good D&D character. Oh, I have yeah. to do that now. Uh, Belfagor there you go. That's the name right there. That should Belfagor. be a gamer tag. Yeah. Belfagor. 
Uh, Blackstone Cherry, Candy, Classless Act. Oh. Coheed and Cambria got their new album out. Vaxxus. Yeah. Uh, 2, A Window yeah. of the Waking. Nice. Mine, Darkane, Emery, Fallen Sanctuary, Final Light, Guillotine AD. Oh, okay. Helicopters, uh, Cold Limbs, Mirror Queen, Paganizer, mm. Philosophia, Porcupine Tree, Projected Raptors? Rexters? I don't know how you say that. What, what is, that? is that? How do you pronounce uh, that with the X there? I want to say Raptors. Ra- Raptors, yeah, Raptors, right? Raptors, yeah. Uh, Soar, Suicide, Silence, Tigers of Pantang. Tigers of Pantang. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Victorious uh, Volcandra and okay. Werewolves. Werewolves. All it's got new albums out. Cave to the Can we address Dinosaur oh. Werewolves? <laughs> All right, tour news this week, guys, with Aerosmith on hiatus. Steven Tyler's in rehab, if you guys remember from a couple weeks uh, weeks back. Yeah. Well, he's uh, doing his rehab thing. Joe Perry's like, well, I need to get out on the road. He's reigniting his Joe Perry project for a string of shows. Oh, okay. Uh, with uh, some of the members of Hollywood Vampires, Doobie Brothers, they all kind of, it's like a super group. They're playing a bunch of areas in uh, East Coast. Uh, new, new looks like New Hampshire, Boston, and then New Jersey. I so. wonder how many of them are like, hey, like Joe Perry, um... Hey, don't hate. Hey, hey, don't need to be that close to my face. <laughs> like close talking, Joe, yeah. as he's known. Yeah, uh, Slipknot also announced a fall leg of their U.S. Knotfest roadshow dates, and it's kicking off September 25th in Nashville. And it looks like we're getting a date in Irvine uh, mm. for us, and that's right before they do Aftershock. So nice. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Well, actually, it's right after because they're doing Aftershock on the sixth. Now that I see that oh, date, yeah. Slipknot's opening on Thursday, right? And then Irvine, they're going to be going down south on the 7th. So, Oh, it, they got a nice drive. From, if you guys, uh, yeah, that's a one-day, eight-hour yeah. drive there. Because for you, for you guys who don't know California, it is fucking huge. Yeah. And so, like, from one end, from Sacramento to Irvine, is probably about a good maybe seven hours. Yeah, I would say eight hours. Yeah, probably about eight hours, yeah. That's, and, and that's not even drive, the furthest man. away. Like, if, if you went way up, like, Humboldt County down to Irvine, you're talking, like, I don't know, what, 10, 10 14 hours? hours? Yeah, that's yeah. it's just crazy. It's a, it's a while's, a while's away. So. Yeah. Uh, but there you go, Slipknot Roadshow dates. All right, we got some rock uh, rock news this week kicking it off with an update from Ozzy and the Osbourne family. Mm. Check out these photos that made it out uh, this week. There's Ozzy mm. uh, coming out of surgery. Oh, and oh, then yeah. there, uh, the bottom right is his daughter Kelly and then Sharon going to visit him. And uh, gotcha. yeah, right. yep. So uh, there's Ozzy. He's looking good. Imagine the how uh, happy that like uh, you know EMT well nurse guy. He's like, who gets to push Ozzy? Oh you know? yeah, yeah. All right, let's have one of the new guys do it. You want to push Ozzy out there? Yeah. What's What's cool about that dude is that it just kind of happened to be that his last name is Crowley. <laughs> no yep. kidding, Mister Crowley. No kidding. Yeah, Mister Crowley. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Ozzy said on Instagram. I am definitely feeling the love and support from all my fans and send everyone a big thank you for their thoughts, prayers, and well wishes during my recovery. Yeah. And he underwent surgery this past week to remove and realign pins in his neck and back from his ATV accident from 2003. Oh, yeah. It was actually filmed on the Osbournes uh, way back when. I'm convinced that he's still going to be alive like 70 years from now. He's just going to be like a head in a jar like in Futurama. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Ozzy's head in a jar. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I could see it, dude. I think Snoop Dogg is one of those heads in the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Snoop Dogg, that would be a good one. Yeah, back. All right. We had a whole episode about that. We got a Taylor Hawkins tribute concert update for you guys. Uh, They've announced some of the 
Let me go actually to the first one here in the UK because this one's up September 3rd. So this is the lineup that's going to be out there. We got Chris Cheney, Stuart Copeland, Liam Gallagher, mm-hmm. Omar Hakim, Joshua Homey, Chrissy Hine, Getty Lee, okay. Alex Lifeson, Brian May, Mark Ronson, Supergrass, Roger Taylor, Rufus right. Taylor. They actually, since I've seen this, they've added John Paul Jones to that lineup uh, from Led Zeppelin. And uh, oh. uh, John Paul Jones from okay. uh, uh, Them Crooked Vultures. He's also in a bunch of other groups. Wolfgang Van Halen, Chevy Metal. Uh, that was his <laughs> side group that he did a bunch of covers with. Okay, with a special appearance by Dave Chappelle. Remember when we were saying Dave Sick. Chappelle announced that um, that comedy date at the O2 Arena yeah. in London on the same day. Oh, that's amazing. And we were like, that's kind of crazy that's that Dave so Chappelle. Cool. So he's going to do the comedy show and then come to this afterwards. Oh, wonderful. Oh, that's, wait, that's okay. so awesome. So this is I at Wembley Stadium, so and he's going to go to this afterwards, and Dave Yo. Chappelle has a comedy show at the O2 Arena Diggity in Yo. London the same day. Earlier in the day. Oh, that's so, so cool. And then we're getting the show in L.A. here that's all of those people down below plus a bunch of other people from L.A. like Gene Simmons, Nikki Six, Chad Smith, Roger Taylor, Rufus Taylor, John Theodore from the wow. Mars Volta, um, and special appearance by uh, Chevy Metal again, Brad Wilk from Rage Against the Machine, Miley uh, Pat Cyrus. Wilson, Miley Cyrus, uh, a couple other ones in there, Joan Jett that, that, that aren't going to make it for the UK one. They're going to be there at the US, uh, at the LA one. So. Awesome. That's a once-in-a-lifetime show, man. Oh, That's yeah. going to be killer. Yeah. You guys can make that. Without a doubt. That's an uh, epic picture. Look at that. I know. Yeah. He's just sitting there. Our, our LA <laughs> fans, you, you, you need to uh, let us know how Yeah, you guys can't miss that in LA. Mm-hmm. September 27th uh, in LA and then September 3rd in London. So don't miss those shows, guys. Uh, that's going to be huge. All right, this was big news this mm-hmm. week this as uh, Motley Crue drummer Tommy Lee having to supposedly leave the entire tour uh, after performing five songs, just five of them, on opening night. Tommy Lee exited Motley Crue reunion tour after performing these five songs. And he went out and told the crowd basically that he recently broke his ribs oh. and he wouldn't be able to continue the concert. In his place, Ozzy Osbourne drummer Tommy Clufetto stepped in to complete the gig. He later wrote on social media that he'll be filling in on upcoming shows as well, writing, He's here to help me out until I'm back at 100%. We've all been waiting years for this moment. There's no way I'm missing this. Oh, wow. So he's not out for the entire tour, uh, but it looks like a good chunk of it. Well, how the hell did he break his ribs? That's the the problem that I don't like. So I watched the video, and I didn't want to play it for you guys but it's because it's filmed horribly like on a potato or something and it it, it, he cusses the entire time basically what he says is he's like yeah i wish i had a cool story to tell you but i don't and he just left it at that and he's just like yeah i broke five of my ribs two weeks ago before the opening date of the show so i was thinking my mind oh he broke his ribs during the concert maybe something happened right yeah some, some awesome story two weeks ago before the show he broke his ribs and then he tried to get through five songs on the first show couldn't hang had to hang it up and said, no, I can't do it. Oh, wow. And then somebody pointed out that Def Leppard drummer has one arm, and he's doing the entire show. <laughs> and he came back from a tragic car accident. And yeah. so yeah. Tommy Lee, ball's in your court there, buddy. Yeah, uh, fun, fun story about... I don't think about, you're getting much sympathy with this. Well, fun story <laughs> about Def Leppard is not only does the drummer have one arm, the bassist has one leg. That um, is not the true. The guitarist Charles. is missing both hands. Charles. And the lead singer missing, we are, missing a mouth. We are getting off track here. That is not true. But 
you get the point. And speaking of singers missing a mouth, <gasps> Smash, Smash mouth. mouth is back with a new vocalist, a new single, and a new video. Oh, really? Some, and somebody, I can't wait to show this guy, uh, show this to you guys. Somebody once told me, <laughs> Charles. No, <laughs> no, don't do it. All right, so check it out. His his name is Zach Good. Never gonna He's right there in the middle. That big big guy doesn't look oh, like he yeah. he would be a Smash Mouth lead singer guy, right? Yeah, he looks very out of place here. I he know, looks super out he of place. He kind of looks like like a bodybuilder, like uh, I don't know, like a security some, guard or a wrestler or something. Maybe. Yeah. I don't so, know. It could be awesome. I remember well, when he's um, an actor and a songwriter, and he was in a bunch of other bands that you're about to see. Uh, so check it out. We're gonna first play a video for you guys. All right. Of Smash Mouth in Mexico recently with their new lead singer. Okay. So this is with Zach Good. Okay. So guys, first impressions on the new lead singer for Smash Mouth. Uh, I mean. It's like uh, milk on toast. Yes, or uh, milk, uh, toast soaked in milk to where it's lost its toastiness and it's yeah. just soggy bread. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just uh, so yeah, not really, not really no, feeling right. that right. I mean, I mean, honestly, to tell you the truth, I mean, uh, Smash Mouth was never that great of a band. No, they weren't. But <laughs> Sorry, Smash Mouth. It's gonna get better, fans. guys. This guy was in a band called Geezer. Okay, okay? this guy he was in a, a group called Geezer. And they would do ACDC, Dr. Dre, Buddy Holly, a bunch of Beastie Boy tracks. Are you guys ready to see this? Yes. They didn't play you... Weezer? Oh, no. They played How Weezer. Dare... They, okay, they do. Good. They do play good. Weezer. But they oddly play a bunch of hip-hop as well and a bunch of other weird stuff. So are you Look guys ready guy's for some Geezer? We're fun, ready. Though. Are you ready for some Geezer? Okay. We're ready. I'm we're we're going to play some I've Geezer here for you. Smash Mouth lead singers. This is one of his bands. This is his claim to fame. This is what got him in Smash Mouth, guys. The world's greatest cover band, says the San Diego County Beat Tribune. He's... Okay. Okay, that's actually... He's there on the right. (laughs) Okay. This is actually kind of cool. This is actually pretty cool. Yeah. All right. All right, cool. <laughs> okay, I actually kind of like this. I, 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 I like this, too. Wait, you're not a weekend. <laughs> that one grandson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude. He should have stuck with this band. This yeah. Is, yeah, this is significantly yeah. cooler. This was the moneymaker band, I bet. Cauliflower <laughs> is nothing but cabbage with a college education. <laughs> All right, you guys get the point. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually easier. really like yeah. that, though. I know, right? It's, it's, it's happening. It's happening. So there you go. That's yeah. The, that's the new lead singer of Smash Mouth. That's yeah. his deal. You know, he's kind of... He, yeah, he should have just stuck with that band because Smash Mouth, meh. <laughs> it was like a genuinely cool cover band. Yeah, they, 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 they weren't bad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it would be fun to see them live. Like they weren't taking themselves too seriously. They kind of had their own little spin on it. It was cool. Yep, yep. Uh, so I think that's kind of where it got him where he's at. So now he's the front man of Smash Mouth. So there you mm. go. 
Uh, Steve Harwell, of course, had to retire. He had a bunch of health problems. He had that onstage meltdown and more. Oh, uh, yeah. Whoa, uh, what all right, here? so, yeah, check this out. Uh, killers, Brennan, excuse me, Brandon Flowers had to come to the rescue of a fan. He was dropped while crowd surfing. An older fan at the Killer Show in Manchester this past oh, Saturday wow. got some concern and attention from singer Brandon Flowers as he was dropped by the fans while he was crowd surfing. I actually have a video of it, and I'll show you guys the video. Let me uh, get it going here. Of course, his name is Billy. That's awesome. Okay, so here he is. Poor guy who's trying to crowd surf. He looks very kind of heavy set. Oh, man. Looks like the crowd's having a tough time. Oh, yeah. They're not ready for him to crowd surf. So there's Brandon Flowers like coming down to greet him. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh, look at Billy. Giving him a hug. Yeah. For all of our podcast listeners, you just have to take our word for it. <laughs> he's checking on him, seeing how he's doing. He's asking him how he was. Yeah. And he's walking away, he's shaking his head like, what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> oh, that you know, guy. That guy is awesome. Billy was trying yeah. to crowd surf. He looks like he's about, he's about 68 or 69 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said. I mean that's. I mean that's cool. It's I, awesome it's he like was doing that, right? List. I said Billy. I said Billy. <laughs> yeah, Billy, Billy. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Good said, for Billy, him. Billy, what are you doing? You know Good what he him. said. He said, "I'm in, I'm enjoying myself." <laughs> I'm enjo- oh, so this was like probably in London. Or yeah, something, it was right? in the yeah. UK. The entire, mean, yeah, yeah, I'm really enjoying like Elvis myself. Presley. He did kind of little vibe. He going said, on. "Billy, yeah, yeah, pretty cool though." Huh? Yeah. So our podcast listeners, just go check out uh, a video of Killers Brandon Flowers coming to the rescue of a fan dropped while crowd surfing, and you'll see what reading we saw. right off. But okay, it was yeah. pretty good. Uh, yeah. So the cool of him to do all that. I mean, he didn't have to be nice and do all that, but he did. <laughs> he just read that word for word. I did read it word yeah. for word. <laughs> yeah. So they could look it up. All right. This was a headline this week as well as uh, Lizzie Hale, Hailstorm, uh, front woman, uh, and Gibson ambassador, the first female Gibson ambassador for uh, Gibson guitars, dope, dope. has come out as bisexual Sick. in a post that she posted herself on her own personal Instagram in celebration of Pride Month. Uh, she wrote that she's unapologetically bisexual as well as admitting she hid her bisexuality, uh, bisexuality for a long time. Mm. Uh, she decided to take this opportunity to reveal the news on her own to control the narrative. She wrote, I've been approached by many outlets this month talking about pride, but I'm deciding to post this straight from this little bi horse's mouth. Hale has been uh, in a romantic relationship with her guitar player, Josh Hottinger, for almost 20 years. Okay. So uh, good for her, though. I'm glad she felt comfortable enough now and time in her life to be able to do that. Yeah. yeah, Hopefully hopefully Josh Hottinger is like, uh, uh, okay, cool. Hey, I didn't know that. Hold on a second. Uh, You mean like 20 years ago, right? (laughs) Wait a minute. You mean like 21 years ago, right? (laughs) That's when you were, No, that's good. Good for them. I'm sure he's uh, very supportive of her. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, record store day coming up this weekend, guys. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow, record store day. I didn't get the full list, but you guys can check it all out for yourselves at recordstoreday.com. We got a lot of stuff out there. I mean, it, it runs the whole gamut from, it looks like, uh, we got Creedence Clearwater Revival, Collective Soul, Ray Charles, mm. Daughtry, uh, Dio. Uh, looks Dio. like, who else oh, on there? Uh oh. Little Richard, Peter Gabriel, Jerry Cantrell, oh, cool. Billy Gibbons, uh, a bunch of people on there. So check it out. Support your local 
record store is the point. Are you guys going to Tigers and Daggers? I'm going to um, stop by there tomorrow dope, on or, my way home from the golf thing or whatever. Nice. Yeah, because yeah, you guys had by. to drive up to Rasputin before, right? Yeah, yeah that, that was when you try and get those specific releases, you yeah. know, those ones that are out there. Uh, Travis doesn't get any of those, but I'll still go out there and at least uh, drop drop something there for him to, to pick something up on record store day. Diggity dope. Uh, well, Tommy Lee had to back out of the Motley Crue tour, but Def Leppard is trying to diversify their portfolio mm. as they are the latest rockers to get into the booze business with their new Def Leppard Rocket Premium Distilled Gin. Oh, okay. Yeah, so What's of course, why not, right? Gin. Here you yeah. go. Uh, so there you go. Buy well, some there's Def no Leppard sugar gin. in gin. No, right? Yeah. There's no sugar in gonna, gin. How are you going to pour some sugar on gin? Come how on. dare you? Robert Plant said he was uh, he turned down a role in Game of Thrones. Did you guys hear about that? No. He said he uh, turned it down in a new interview with Apple Music. He joked and said he didn't want to get typecast. He admits that he loves Western European history from the Bronze Age all the way up to the old religion, as he put it, in the days where we really got in touch with our Earth. As for the role he was offered, he said he couldn't remember, but he said, quote, I got to ride a horse and go. Uh, in the final episode, of course, you know, record 19.3 million viewers. It was a big series, but I could see Robert Plant. Yeah. Kind of, he looks a little Game of Thrones-ish these days. Oh, yeah, 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 like for sure. Like he's been uh, yeah. traveling in the woods uh, unkempt for I, months at a time. I think that, um, I think for me, uh, I would probably be down to do a cameo in Game of Thrones all except for the last episode. <laughs> and I think if they were to ask me, uh, except for the last season, I'll be so bold to say that that last season was yeah. What happened? A hot dumpster fire. Yeah. What happened? And it was uh, uh oh, man. Yeah, it was rough. Uh, that was a great. Season. Okay, let's not get into that because <laughs> no, we'll be here, we'll be here all night talking so. talking s about Game of Thrones. All right, this is a pretty cool documentary, and I wanted to show you guys about it. Um, it's new, and it just came out, and it's. About the Beach Boys legendary uh, man in the group, Brian Wilson. He wasn't necessarily the front man of the group, or he was kind of the oddball in the group. He was uh, a little bit of a crazy genius, or whatever you want to call it. Idiot savant. Uh, he was an amazing dude, but he had some very quirky things about him. Hmm. And uh, he's got this new documentary. It's called Long Promised Road, and it's out now. You guys could check it out. And. It's pretty amazing. Apparently, it traces his journey of reflection on a drive through Los Angeles with his longtime friend and Rolling Stone editor, Jason Fine. So they caught up with him now, and they kind of go down a trip down memory lane and get his kind of take on things and where he was at and what, right. everything. That's, so That's cool. cool. It's cool. A lot of the times you don't get that with a lot of these documentaries. They don't want to participate. They're too old. They may have passed away. So it's nice to have this kind of interaction and touch on it, uh, where he's actually directly involved with oh, it. Yeah. So it's got the 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 um, for our podcast listeners the uh, the cover of this documentary. It's got a very retro vibe. To it does. It, it like looks a, cool. Like it's got a like a blue and yellow and red stripe kind of going down the middle of it with him and his piano. Yeah, <clears throat> he was a big inspirational guy. Like if you ever watched the documentary The Devil and Daniel Johnston uh, about the musician Daniel Johnston. Uh, Brian Wilson was a huge influence on him, and I definitely recommend that documentary as well. Also, another kind of, you know, a tortured soul, a genius, uh, but misunderstood. Uh, the Devil and Daniel Johnston, another great documentary of a, another artist like this. So. Cool. Check them out. They're good stuff. Yeah, All right, well, we got some rock birthdays, Charles. So we got to get to our rock birthdays transitional song that everybody knows and loves. 
so much. Uh, so let's get to it. Where is my Rock Birthdays transition? Here you are. Here it is. Okay, that was cool. Love All it. Right. Very I death, love it. Deathlock. Yes. I love it. Deathlock. Time <laughs> for birthdays. Birthday. Brutal. Oh, my gosh. Charles, Here we go. take it away. Cool, uh, <laughs> almost cool said, in the gang. I almost <laughs> said Queens de Garmo. <laughs> what? Queens de Garmo. <laughs> Queens de Garmo. Chris de Garmo, a former guitarist of Queensryche. He is 59 I gotta, years young. I got to be honest here. Doesn't he kind of look like a ripoff of The Edge from uh, U2? You, uh, this looks, he, he like, he's got the beanie. He's yeah. got the glasses. He's got this whole like monotone outfit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was going to say something along the lines of um, he was an extra in the movie The Abyss. Uh, as a, uh, a, a captain, ship captain. Yes, yes. Maybe he's got the old. Uh, yep, the old uh, <laughs> captain's woolen cap. Absolutely, on. absolutely. This, like, this entire look he has is like super Richard Grieco. That's who I was trying to like. Pin uh, oh, like there we go. Right. He's, yeah, he's frequently tall. Him, like. him, and, oh, wow, yeah. and and the edge. Can't even keep him in the picture here. Richard Grieco and Michael Stipe all get together and they just like meld. In the one Those aren't even his legs. Those are actually stilts. He's on. Those are like on a bright stilts. light. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Jimmy Lee. He's the former bassist she. of everyone's favorite <laughs> it's actually band. She. Oh, uh, I was gonna Lee. say yeah. Uh, former bassist of everybody's favorite band, Slade. Slade. Yes, you remember all the people talking about Slade. Everyone loves Slade. Everyone loves Slade. He is seventy-three, she, and she. it is disputed. <laughs> and he, um, what's great about she. Jason Lee is, uh, Lay, Lee, Jimmy Jim, Lee, Jimmy, Lay, <laughs> Jason Lee, Jimmy Lee, Jimmy. He is Elton John's little she brother. Is struggling. Is a, that is a female. <laughs> Charles. <laughs> said Jason Lee. <laughs> All right. Go on. That's a female? It is a female. No, go back up. It is a female. Wait. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm I can see both. I think that, that it's like it's throwing me off, too. Uh, I think it's a female. I don't think, think so, man. I don't know. I, well, for one thing, uh, Wait, do we their name that? is Jimmy. Mm. Yeah. Last name Lay. It could be. <laughs> it could be. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Let's just go Wait. middle of the road. Do we actually not have that like confirmed? <laughs> we well, it is no disputed. Idea. It's disputed. Oh, <laughs> Jimmy Lay looks like Pat from SNL. <laughs> Look at this skinny Pat hey, from it. SNL. Oh, <laughs> you do it. You do it. Hold on. I'm gonna go ahead and gonna, say that Jimmy Lay that. is not Jason Lay, but Jimmy Lay. Jimmy Lay is Slade. <laughs> Type in Jimmy Lay Slade. <laughs> Jimmy Lay Slade. Slade. Uh, Lala's looking it up, folks. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to that. Steve Walsh. All right, here we go. Steve Walsh. Keep, keep it going, Charles. I love keep it going. Steve Walsh, and he is hitting a high note in this picture. Uh, he's the lead singer of Kansas, baby. He is 71 years young. Absolutely. Look at this guy. Naughty Holder. <laughs> yeah, that's a dude. What is... It's yeah, a guy. It's a dude. That's a guy. I knew it okay, it's it was a, a dude. Jim Lay. Okay. I knew it was a dude. So, so Naughty, so Naughty Holder and Jimmy Lay <laughs> are part of a band that apparently is uh, is um uh, is uh ambiguous. It is because I mean you know look at yeah. Naughty. Look at <laughs> Naughty very here. Very gender ambiguous. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> 
Naughty. He looks like maybe that's he, their whole thing. Uh, naughty, naughty holder. <laughs> you naughty holder. Uh, yes. <laughs> singer guitarist is Slade. He's seventy six, and he looks oh like he's God. gonna go home and put some stuff in tubes. <laughs> I'm going to put some liquid in tubes. Toss it around. Naughty holder. Other tubes. What a name, My name dude. Is naughty holder. Uh, uh, Brad Gillis. Oh, I love that. Um, he picked up his first real sex game. Uh, guitarist Night Ranger played with Ozzy Osbourne uh, following the death of Randy Rhodes. Yeah, he was a replacement. Yeah, yeah he's a, a replacement. Um, yep, and Scott Rockenfield. Real name, Scott Rockenfield. He's this Rockenfield. is another person from Queen's Right. Who's also turning 59? Are they both the same age? Yeah. Yeah. Also, from, so we got a couple of uh, gender ambiguous people. From Slade. From and Slade. Then, uh, who's and the other one from, of people Queen's from Queen's Right? Yeah, they're both 59. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, Birthday week. Whoa. How crazy, That's right? the same fucking person. Go down really quick. Chris DeGarmo and... Um, they're the same oh! person. <laughs> Scott oh! Rockenfield. They're the same person. It's the same guy. He's doing double duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. happened at wow. Aftershock. I He's can't actually remember. a shapeshifter. He is. He's I can't a, remember yeah. what. Uh, it was Seether. That's was Seether. actually the, Seether. his alter ego, so he got out of the IRS uh, that he owed yeah. with his other name, and then he became Scott Rockenfield. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's like, yeah. what are you talking about? I'm Scott Rockenfield. I'm, I'm the drummer. Yeah. I'm not even the guitar player. It's Queensryche, uh, by the way, for our younger audience members... Um, has uh, the creepiest fucking video in silent lucidity. <laughs> well, you're watching it now, you know, 30 years later, and you're looking at it going, um... Hmm. There's a lot of Is them that... that don't age that well, right? It's, uh, yeah. Is that the one with, like, the kid dreaming? Yeah. and the, Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Silent lucidity. Okay. Uh, Greg Rowley, he's, he's an old school Rowley. Uh, he's the original keyboardist. 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 And both yeah. Santana and Journey um, until he uh, went his separate ways. He is 75 years young. Uh, Josh Dunn. He's oh, the drummer guy. from 21 Pilots. And he is only 34. Well, that's amazing. Uh, and he, uh, honestly, I can't really say, I can't really make fun of Josh Dunn because he's so fucking talented. Yeah, it's so weird. Drummer. The dude he's is super. Guy. Those two, those two guys from Twenty One Pilots. Although I haven't really liked their last couple of albums. Yeah, the last um, album wasn't that great. Much as blurry. Yeah, Blurry Face was just amazing. But but um, but they they're both super um, talented. So Anne Wilson, how the hell is she seventy two years old? Yeah, yeah she looks fantastic too. Yeah, she looks great. Lead singer of Heart. Uh, but she looked great. You know, she looked great back then. And and uh, it must be the dragon. It is the dragon. Mm-hmm. It must be the dragon gives her power. Yep. Yep. Uh, Simon Wright. That's <laughs> another uh, oh. drummer. Dio ACDC 59, baby. Yeah. And he's putting the devil horns up. And he is also a bit gender ambiguous. I'm a getting little a, bit. Yeah. A little bit. He's a little pat. I'm getting, he's a little pat in this picture. Just like a straight line of sight into his armpit. Happy right. happy birthday. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, we got some trivia. It's time for birthday, trivia. Guys. Let's get to our... Trivia. So I love good. it. Oh, nope. oh, we didn't nope. break for a commercial nope. before we did it either. We did not. Are we usually let's do? let's let's do a quick commercial break. Let's okay. do it. Let, let's do a quick commercial yeah, break. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do a classic. Let's do a classic here. Um, let's do Ball Jack Compadre. Yeah. Let's do. And now a message from one of our sponsors. What's for dinner, Jeb? 
Same thing as always, kid. Well, hell, refresh my memory now, Jeb. Always beans, kid. Beans and corn in a jar, kid. That's what we're doomed to eat on this dusty trail. And for breakfast tomorrow? Beans. And for lunch? Corn. And for a snack? Beans and corn. Just not as much. It's a snack, Ted. Well, hell! Welcome to the dusty trail, my friend. Shut up, Jeb. I'll tell you what. Ten years, Jeb. All we get is some goddamn beans and corn for rustling the herd. Day and night, you can real slowly, like, shove that dusty full jar of corn straight up your... Wait, someone's a-coming. Who the hell is you? Are you the dusty trailblazers I'm looking for? Who's asking, stranger? Balljack man is asking, compadres. Looking for trailblazers to quench that dusty thirst with my balljack. Partner... Did you just say ball, Jack? That's what he said, Ted. Shut up, Jeb. Looks like I showed up just in time. This blend of taurine and tiger's tears, caffeine, and the blood of a mango is just what you need to burk up your dusty trailblazing throats. Now I remember. I heard of you, mister. You turn worn-out old cow dogs like us into hammer-jacking trailblazing machines. Did he just say blood of a mango? You're goddamn right! America, now grab this ball jack. Open it wide up for your trusty trailblazing compadre there. And give him a fat dose of this liquid ambrosia. Hell yeah! Tastes hot. Damn right. It better. It comes straight from my dusty trailblazing heart. Now giddy up, le cheval gris. Huh? Shut up, Jim. And remember, my cow-poking compadres, you can reach over and grab your partner's ball jack anytime to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst after purchasing a load at your nearest convenience store. You mean convenience store, right? You're goddamn right. Laissez-les le bouton muchachos. Huh? We're saved. Look at him go. That dusty trailblazer. But he stole uh, beans and corn. What the hell? Then where's my wallet? Balljack. Reach for it. Today. Love it. I love that commercial. It like, it peaks at the end. It does. Amazing. Le Cheval Alright, well, let's let's do the rock and roll trivia transition again, because we we screwed (laughs) that all up. We screwed that all up. Our audience will love it. They'll love it. They don't care. All five of them. In rock and roll history, trivia. No, we don't want. I gotta take the loop off of that too, because it keeps it. <laughs> it keeps wanting to come back. It just won't stop. It just won't quit. All right. Oh, nice. Here we go. This week in rock and roll history trivia, guys, we got it here. 1981. Flashback to 1981. Here, oh yeah. To the No Nukes Benefit Concert. Starring Bruce Springsteen, Bonnie Raitt, our good friend David Crosby, Ooh. Stills, and Nash. That's right. He was there, guys. Yeah. He was there at the No Nukes Benefit concert. He was a so, southern man. It took place, though, at this iconic place. What was the venue? Recordings of the event are later released as a triple album and a feature film. What was the venue? Was it mm. A, the Hollywood Bowl? Mm. B, Madison Square Garden? 
C, Golden Gate Park, or D, David Crosby's Backyard Cocaine Cookout? Oh, yeah, yeah. What was the venue for the No Nukes Benefit Concert this week in 1981, guys? Yeah. Well, this is actually kind of funny because um, it, it it wasn't... So, I don't know. Let's see what you what you guessed, Lalo. Okay. I think Charles is on to something here. I think he's got I the am. real story. Lalo, just as, you know, outside looking in, what do you think here? You um, weren't obviously born in 1981. Yeah, he was. You weren't there. I just wanted to go with Golden Gate Park because I've never heard of Golden Gate Park, and it seems like kind of the more obscure option. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been to Golden Gate Park? Oh, I've never even heard oh, of its man. existence. we got to take him to Hardly Strictly Bluegrass. Oh, we... It's we, a free concert in Golden Gate Park every year. And it's killer, man. Yeah, I mean, we, you and I have been up to San Francisco like a bunch of times. We We've are going this year. Golden Gate Park. It's going to be our first year yeah. back at uh, Hardly Strictly Bluegrass nice. this year. It sounds cool. In yeah. over 10 years. So Yeah, it's in it's San Francisco. Oh. oh, yeah, a bunch of hippies. Oh, oh. A bunch of damn hippies. Oh. It's, yeah, it's, um, yeah, there's a lot of hippies there's there. There's probably a lot of yippies <laughs> there now, though. It's probably more like yippies. It's, it's a blend. Yippies. Yeah, a blend. The, how, you, how much it costs to live in San Francisco is probably yippies. Oh, yeah, it pushes them out. Yep, um, you can't survive. So I, I would, I would say D. David Crosby's backyard cocaine cookout. But in all actuality, it was in 1982. Uh, it they oh, had that a one? benefit concert called the Pro Nukes Benefit. Oh, just so, the following year. Wow. So Crosby still didn't have played at the No Nukes Benefit in 1981, <laughs> and then in 1982 uh, they did the. Pro new wow. benefit. I don't know if that's accurate, yep. but in, in David Crosby's backyard no cocaine kidding. cookout, Charles. Uh, uh, so I'm gonna go with Golden Gate Park. Golden Gate Park, okay. Uh, are you going with Golden Gate I'm, Park I'm as well? In. You yeah. guys are both going with Golden Gate Park. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Anybody in the chat? No, nobody here. All right. Um, we shall move on. Nobody wants to chat. What the... It actually was <gasps> a the Hollywood Bowl. Oh. Here is the picture of the Mine. poster. Uh, from the movie, come on, man! No nukes. Come on, experience the movie, Jackson Brown. Yeah, it was filmed at the Hollywood Bowl. That's a cool poster, though. Eighty-one. Yeah, it was. A, is that a picture of a nuke going? It off? is a picture it of is. a nuke going off. That kind Oddly, of on the, the no yeah. nukes poster. Uh, strangely what? enough, let's show the nuclear blast. It's terrible. Oh uh, man! To sh- that's like yeah, no death concert, and then we yeah. show death. It's like on a, the poster. What's really funny is that uh, the next year, 1982, they used the same poster for the Pro Nukes <laughs> benefit. Because it oddly worked. <laughs> it oddly works. worked, right? It I mean, works. It works. Uh, how funny. They look like they're having so much fun in front yeah, of a nuclear bomb. They, they, they do. They look like they're having a fantastic time. Uh, all right. So we got some more trivia, guys. This week in 1980, the year before, this band begins a three-week European tour. It's their first on the continent since 1973, and it turns out to be their last tour. Mm. Oh. Who was it? Was it A, Black Sabbath, B, The Eagles, C, Led Zeppelin, or D, David Crosby's clown car full of cocaine? Oh, yeah. A short-lived band. Yeah. Uh, but I know, love that interesting. band. Interesting. I love that band. I think that was simply the review... On the the, 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 the the publication at the time, yeah. it just said interesting and kind of left it up to the imagination. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a full hour of just this. That was it. Just over and over again on repeat. Uh, what do you think, Lalo? I'm going to go. This band. I'm going to go with David Crosby's Clown Car Full of Cocaine. Mm. That is a tongue twister. 
because nice. I think the reason that they hadn't been in Europe for like seven years was because right. they were just like taking that long to drive around in this clown car <laughs> yeah, full of like yeah. twenty other Either dudes. Way around. Yeah. They got stuck on yeah. one of the roundabouts. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it just goes on forever. Yeah. yeah, you don't know which way to turn. And it was um, it was their last tour because they ran out of gas. <laughs> this is. Uh, do you remember the cocaine clown from Metalocalypse? I oh do, yeah, I do yeah. Oh, that was oh, terrible. Yeah, really? that's we gotta awesome. find that. There was like a uh, whole yeah, scandal. The, the cocaine clown from Metalocalypse is awesome. Oh, I gotta find that. Um, <laughs> yeah. he's awesome it's until super, they do that whole cool. bit. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> super cool. Uh, oh, this was um, this was also uh, when David Crosby went to the same clown school that Homer Simpson went to. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Yep. Uh, and your guess, uh, Lalo? I'm in for D. Yeah, you're for D. David Crosby's oh, yeah. clown, far, uh, clown car full of cocaine. I'm committed now. All right. Uh, it is actually. Charles <gasps> got it right. Hey! Led Zeppelin, the tour over Europe, 1980. Turned nice. out to be Led Zeppelin's final tour because John Paul Jones, the drummer, passed away. That's yeah. a dope poster. It is an awesome poster, right? Uh, they got the, uh, the, the cities on the kind of his jacket there. Uh, but yeah, that's me on that. Poster. He looks like a cowboy or a dictator. He's a um, he's both. Uh, he's actually, um, I think a war uh, like that's a helmet, a war helmet. Oh, like from it's like World a World War, War II. He's oh. a cow yeah, World War One, World War Two, one of those ones. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty sick. Nice. So there you go, Led Zeppelin's final tour this week in 1980. Okay, here's a picture of Bam Margera oh. recently with his new sponsor at a. Uh, sober living place rehab facility, right? Oh, okay. And that's cool. Yeah, that guy's definitely not a member of Slade. <laughs> he is not. He's actually, um, his name is Dominic, and he's a retired MMA fire, fighter and really? a chiropractor. Oh. Which guy? That dude on the left? Yeah. Oh. He's a retired MMA fighter. His name is Dominic. He's a chiropractor now, and he's Bam Margera's AA sponsor. Nice. What? That's cool. Look at how much power is coming out of that fist bump. I know, right? There's just like a beam of light. <laughs> it's almost like, like his yeah, Bam Margera's Electricity. Fist, fist is being crushed right there. You can see it folding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For our podcast listeners, you got Bam Margera on one side and the sponsor on the other, and they're and they're busting fists. But here's the bad part. And it's like here's the bad part, light. guys. Busting. He's reported missing. From the rehab facility. No, Jesus oh, Christ, Bam. Yes. So Come after, on, Bam. after that photo was taken, it was like a day or two after that. According to the Delray Beach re- Police Report, obtained by TMZ, uh, the rehab's facility manager reported him missing on Monday this mm. week. The report notes that Mar- uh, Margera, who was staring at the rehab facility because of a court order, so he was court ordered to stay there, yeah. he left in a black sedan without authorization, claiming he was going to check himself into a different facility. They found him on Wednesday this week, but did not mention in in the report if he was back at the rehab facility or a different one. So mm. we don't know. Uh, hopefully his AA sponsor guy uh, is being a good dude, and hopefully he wasn't the one in the black sedan like taking him out of there. <laughs> Come on, I, I, yeah, I, I, I got a better Let's place to go, man. Let's get out of here. But hopefully he'll set him straight, and Bam will get his stuff together. I, that's all I can hope is yeah. just a positive. Yeah. Thing towards him, and I hope it turns out to be a uh, a good thing. But man, yeah, it's tough to read that kind of stuff. Missing from a rehab facility, and then a couple weeks ago we were talking about how he broke his arm because he was skateboarding across the street from the rehab facility, and he Mm. like went out there tried a trick he hasn't tried in years and ended up breaking his arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I mean, honestly, it's 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 fun. 
It's fun to hop on a skateboard. I still hop on a skateboard every now and then, but I definitely can't do the same shit. No, that I, was doing I just, years ago. I, I just, I just ride. I don't do yeah. any tricks. I hop over little rocks and little cracks in the road. Yeah, and that's it. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, those will destroy anyone. Those are. Evil. I know, right? And those, if you're not paying attention, those are the most lethal. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, have you heard about this? Oh the no, but I love game, this. I love the show. challenge. Have you all seen Squid Game? It was really good, actually, yeah. Of course. It lived up to the fucking hype. So what do you think about season two that was announced? Oh, I can't wait. Okay. What do you think about this, where it's actually going to be 456 real people that are playing for a $4.56 million prize? No, I don't like that at all. I would be, like, excited about it. The only thing is that, uh, even though I don't like his content that much, uh, Mr. Beast actually already kind of organized an event like this, and he did a really good job of it. Right. He and made then, his own Squid Game. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure if they're really going to be able to, like, top it, because they were actually, like, really faithful to the show. It was really cool. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of things that I really love becoming reality shows. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm cool So with it. they're dubbing it the biggest reality competition ever. Yeah. And it will feature 456 contestants, 4.56 million, and, uh, yeah, real-life Squid Game. So you can sign up now, apparently, if you go to squidgamecasting.com and whatever. I go through the process. You could be part of it. Mm. Who knows? So there you go. $4.56 million. Uh, Apple TV and MLS, Major League Soccer. This is the pretty big deal uh, for people who care about soccer, I guess. Uh, the service will be available in, uh, in early 2023 of next year. Hmm. It's the first time a major sport will be available for viewing without cable or broadcast TV. Oh, cool. So it's only on Apple TV. It's not going to be on any other thing, and that's very rare for a sport. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, it's one thing for a TV series, but for a sport that's watched by millions of people. Yeah. That's I mean, a that's big, big deal. That's, that's a cool huge. deal, right? Yeah, that's so, huge. Uh, that's World cool. Cup games. Did you guys hear? We're getting the World Cup. We're hosting it in 2026. Oh, no way. North America Where? is hosting the World Cup. Where? Oh, in San Diego. US, be San Diego. U.S., Canada, and Mexico. So there's, yeah. there's stadiums all across, right? Yeah. We get one Levi Stadium. We're going to get... World, no way. World Cup games at Levi Stadium okay. in San Francisco, Santa Clara. Yeah. Uh, the end 2026. Dope. So, very excited about nice, that. Can't nice. Nice. That. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, just real quick, not rock news, but wanted to give a, a tip of the hat <gasps> to the Warriors. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Winning their NBA championship over the Celtics. California, baby. Uh, man, it was an awesome, an awesome, awesome win. Uh, their Warriors seventh title. Uh, Curry got the MVP. Uh, he deserved it. Uh, man, just an amazing game. Cool. Um, That's awesome. And Steve Kerr now has got four titles as a, a head coach, adding to his five as a player. He's joining Phil Jackson and a bunch of other amazing baby. pedigrees of people. So Yeah. That's a baby. <laughs> oh, holding? that is a baby. Wait, look at the way he's holding oh, yeah, the baby. Oh, yeah, he's just got like a baby. Yep. It's a random. That's not even his baby. It's just some random it's baby. It's just someone's baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hold For the my pitcher. baby. Hold my baby. Yeah. It's That's just awesome. a pitcher. Uh, all right, so yeah, props to the Warriors. That was cool. Uh, all right, uh, did you hear about this? Super is that Caleb? Super Strawberry Moon. Yeah, that's Vlad Tepish's castle. Yeah. <laughs> right? The full moon is happening on June 14th. Nice. And it's no ordinary moon. Oh, you uh, mean happened? It happened on yeah. June 14th. That's right. Just a, yeah. just a couple days ago. That was beautiful. I saw it. I didn't see this. I didn't I see it at all. It was, it was gorgeous. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Did you get any pictures? No. No, well, no, I can't take pictures. Fun, fun. Well, Gonathan doesn't allow me. Yeah, to he take he pictures will not allow that. That is true. Yeah. 
The strawberry moon marks the time to harvest strawberries. Yeah. In astrology, the super strawberry moon may be encouraging you to embrace your desire well, for freedom and wisdom. Don't worry about it. Don't shake your head like that. When they say uh, ripening strawberries, they mean burning witches. Oh, no. I'm saying that. Ah. Is what, is, that's what that means. Literal translation. It's time to harvest your strawberries, a.k.a. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm shaking my from. head because um, there's like an area in Elden Ring called Kaled. Yeah, it's just oh like yeah, like yeah. Heavy Kaled vibes, and I have PTSD from. Kaled. How's the? Oh, okay. Are you delving more into the Elden Ring these days, or how's that been going? Oh man, I beat Radon, and then I was like, okay, I need to take a break because I was. <laughs> <laughs> that was intense, right? Yeah, well, was that Killing intense? Stuff. Huh? Dude, He's, those boss battles are intense, man. He is Dwayne the Rock Johnson in golden lion armor on a very small horse. <laughs> really? And he throws rocks at you. It's terrifying. <laughs> That's a good description. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Dope. Those boss battles are no joke. I mean, those Dark Souls games, that's what they're designed for, to, like, frustrate you and figure out the nuances of those, like, boss oh, yeah. battles, right, man? Kill yep. it. It's such, like, yep. a masterfully done game. It is. It is a beautiful game. Um, all right. So, check... Check this out. This is really interesting. I predicted this shit. Yeah, 3D printers are going to be printing organs now for people needing transplants. They're saying in about 10 years or less, it's going to be reality. I I predicted this shit. Printing kidneys, livers, hearts. Yep. Uh, And this is coming from Jennifer Lewis, who is a Harvard University professor. So this isn't just some, like, pipe dream. Every day, 17 people pass away waiting for an organ transplant, and they're saying that... Uh, printing organs start with extracting their own cells, yep. growing them inside an incubator. Then the cells are used by a printing chamber to create the new organ. Yep. So pretty wild, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, it's funny. Uh, I was in a comparative religion uh, class uh, years ago. I mean, you're talking like 25 years ago. I was in this class, and we were talking about this technology potentially happening wow. in the future yeah and, and and you know 3d printing was just like an idea back then but but it was but it was an idea that was kind of floating around like the the you know engineering community and stuff like that and my teacher this philosophy teacher was going hey like if we get to the point to where we can actually start growing organs then it's not going to be very long before we, like, actually, like, create a human being. I know, right? And he was like, but check this out. Because he wasn't religious, but he was, like, talking to religious people. He was like, check this out. If we actually do, like, create, like, this human being, it's going to be the first human being without a soul. And it's going to be the first human being without a soul. It's going to be an empty vessel for the Antichrist. So just think about that. (laughs) And that's the day. And and all of us, we were, like, looking at each other like, uh, you know that's pretty silly, I and then guess. we were like, uh, we were like, <laughs> okay. oh, actually, that's a cool concept. Uh, yeah, that sounds uh, like a great. That's, movie. Some, that's like fun. To play yeah, around. actually, Let's make a movie yeah, about that. like it's from a religious perspective, like it would be a being without a soul, in a way. Yeah. But I mean, who's to say like what dubs a soul? And yeah, and I, I love those kind of things, like on movies where it's like, you know, the inherent like. Um, the intrinsic nature of, like, um, a robot is, like, who's to say that they don't have a soul yeah. or whatever, yeah, yeah. right? Like, you know, those films like iRobot where he goes on trial and, you know, do they have a conscious? Do yeah. they have, like, a spirit in them that allows them to, to judge right from wrong? Yeah. And it's going to be hard to differentiate that, you know, and to have a, you know, a higher intelligence type of mechanical thing. 
it could have a soul, so to speak, in that regard, that it has a conscience. That's I think true. anything that has a conscience has a soul. That's true. Know? Well, but just I give them know. a base. Right? It's and hard then, to, you know, hard to say. Know. If they've got the funk phenomenon, then they've got soul. <laughs> this is really <laughs> cool. But I really hope that in the future we can get to the point to where I can implant 26-inch uh, knives into my arms. Oh, yeah. And talk <laughs> like to Wolverine? Ke- oh, you will. And talk to Keanu Reeves in my head. <laughs> yeah. That's going to happen, I think. Uh, in the meantime, amazing. we can uh, go shopping in the Czech Republic and find cocaine in the banana section. Oh, David yeah. Crosby. Because David Crosby was there. Yeah. Uh, grocery workers in the Czech Republic were shocked to unpack blocks of pressed cocaine <laughs> and crates of bananas. Oh, yeah. 1,800 pounds, to be exact. Uh, they originated in Colombia. They were supposed to be intercepted by police, were delivered uh, before they could be. There were reports of a man by the name of Cocaine Crosby that tried to stash it in his Wilford Brimley mustache and fired his six-shooter at police. Oh, so, I love that. Oh, yeah, nice. that, that I love wild? that. What a turn of events. Yeah, just a little detail and, there at you know the what? end. I feel like we predicted this just like we We talk about it all the time. Oh, like yeah. Organs and, and um, soulless human beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cocaine Crosby. Yeah. Uh, All right, guys. Uh, We actually have a last little advertisement uh, that we're going to play from a new sponsor (gasps) for for uh, the Rock News Weekly Podcast, guys. Yeah. I don't know if you heard about this in Russia. It was kind of big deal. There was a pseudo McDonald's that opened Mm. in Russia. So a Daniel's. (laughs) Well, uh, no, (laughs) it's nowhere near that. A Russian businessman has reopened fifteen of the eight hundred and fifty restaurants. The McDonald's shut down, right? Yeah. Bailed out the country along with many uh, other American businesses. They were like, I'm out of here. We're shutting our stuff down, right? So this new burger joints, they're called Vikuzno i Tochka. Oh, yeah. I love oh, that. Nicely done, yeah. Chris. Yeah. Nicely done. Well, you'll see that we have a new advertisement partner here. Vikuzno and Tochka have actually uh, put together an advertisement for us. No way. To, to break, the, um, break the ice... Yeah. To bridge the gap between America and Russia and get us to check out these new pseudo-McDonald's restaurants, right? Oh, I can't right? wait. Nice. I can't uh, wait. Their slogan, uh, Vikuzno and Tochka, apparently translates to tasty and that's it. Oh, okay. It's very simple. Cool. Right? Yeah, it is very tasty. Sounds like you're hiding Tasty something. and that's it. All right? <laughs> that's, it, that's, that's it for you. Buds. It's tasty and that's it. That's yeah. It. All right? You taste it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. You said this. Yes. All right, so let's 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 play this uh, new new advertisement with a very horrible accent in this uh, <laughs> advertisement that you guys are about to see and enjoy. Check it out. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Hello, American Joe. I am Russian supreme businessman and leader Alex Parov, and I single-handedly bring tasty, authentic McDonald's burgers, fries, and shakes of milk to your fat American mouths. You're lose. Have no fear. McDonald's may have pulled out 850 restaurants out of the motherland, but Alex says not so fast. I must break you. I make all the same food for you now in my new restaurant, Vikusno Itochka. Real champion. Vikusno Itochka sort of means tasty and that's it, okay? You like food? You like this. If he dies, he dies. Remember Big Mac? Now it's Vikusno Mac. 
Same sauce, same bun, just not real cheese now because our cattle are starving. You can't tell difference. Remember 10-piece chicken nugget? Now just one-piece nugget because our chicken ran away from us. So not as many nuggets from before, you know? What's that meat, you ask, American Joe? I'll tell you, it's fresh meat organs made by our 3D printers, the best in the motherland. Real beef? No way. Remember quarter pounder with cheese? Now it's mortar pounder with disease, made from ground up mortar shells and plague juice from impoverished nation. It will hit your spot. If he dies, he dies. So don't forget, Vekusno in Tochka means tasty and that's it. Okay, amazing. See you soon, American Joe. You will lose. That was really good. Uh, thank you so much. I love much. it. I'm but a Kuzno and Toshka, I mean, those guys, you know, they yeah. put together that ad for us last minute. It was really nice of them. You know, it's always they great. make a tasty-ish burger You know, thing. it's 3D. We were just talking about the 3D printed yeah. uh, organs. Well, they're ahead of the game. They're already 3D printing their meat. I feel like... They feel don't, like... you know, they have the impoverished cows and the, you know, they're starving and can't get the cheese, so they're 3D printing. The chickens you know? are running. I feel like chickens we should, are running away. We should make a song for uh, Vakushno and Tochka. Uh, yeah, and like we should a, call it um, 3D printed love. Like a, a slogan song, like a you know, like a jingle, right? 3D printed oh, yeah. love. Kind of like a, like maybe a music video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. That sounds kind of good. All right, I like that idea. Well, thank you, Vakushno and Tochka. We oh, appreciate thank you. you guys. We love uh, Rock sponsors. News Weekly. That's it for us this week, guys. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Rock News Weekly. Uh, rocknewsweekly.com. Watch us live on Twitch, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. Uh, Subscribe to us on YouTube for our videos, weekly promos, all that good stuff. If you're listening on the podcast, please rate our podcast however you're listening. Give us a one-star, five-star. It doesn't matter. It helps our algorithm. We appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one, all right? Peace. Peace. See you guys. Have a good night. And a good rest of your weekend from Vikuzno and Tochka. Okay, we see you next time, I'm American Joe. <laughs> <laughs>